Hello, are we good? Yeah, we're good. Alright, welcome. My name is Maya. I'm Sophia, you dig? <laughs> and this is the... I don't know show. Um, what is our All topic right. of the day? So, uh, right now, our topic is um, how has quarantine affected you? And then we'll see where mm. it leads us, you know? We will. That's kind of the point of this podcast, just yep. saying what we improvisation about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this All is right. so weird to us. Right. Um, okay, I think we had very different quarantines, in my opinion. All right, you start like, off. How has quarantine affected you? Okay, like, first off the bat, I hated quarantine. It was, like, <laughs> horrible, and I hated it. But not because of, like, oh, the isolation. It was because of online school is the reason that I hated it. Mm-hmm. And if you ask anyone, they'll say, like, they'll, they'll tell you that I hate online school. Because For I have sure. a, fuck, like, I, I mean, I can't swear on this. I have a <laughs> hatred for online school that I can go into. But so Why is that? Why is that? Elaborate. Well... <sighs> so start at the very beginning. Well, it's basically, yeah, no. It, I mean, it started in March, right? I remember the exact day. March thirteenth was when. Wow, must have affected you if you remember um, the date. Oh yeah, definitely March thirteenth. It was like a Friday, I think, and spring break was supposed to start the next Wednesday. But you know, we were he- hearing about COVID, and mm-hmm. that it had just gotten to Illinois. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Um. And we were all like, oh, they're going to come back. We're going to be gone for two weeks and we're going to come back. Hold up, girl. Um, Can I just tell you how soothing your voice is right now? It's like actually so nice. Are you serious? Yes, but continue. Your voice is soothing. Thanks. Okay, thanks. Um, But, and then we were just, I remember we were chilling in the calf. And my friend Sana, she said, oh, I know someone like the head of the something. I don't know what. She was like, we're not going to come back this year. And then Dang. I was like, what? I was telling everyone. I was like, this is our last day, guys. We're not going to come back this year. They were like, no, we're going to be back in two weeks. Fuck is you? What are you talking about? <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, yeah, so we went about that day. And then we got an email or something saying that, oh, we're just going to start spring break early. And started on Monday instead of Wednesday. And I had a math test that Monday. So I was like, bet. Um... That's true, I remember that. I was honestly so psyched because we had a math test coming up. And you already know, I was not prepared for that, so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, me too. I was so not prepared for that. I was worried about it. And then they canceled it, right? And I literally have a Snapchat video of me dancing to Doja Cat. And I'm like, (laughs) starting spring break early. And it's like on that day. Oh, my God. It's crazy to think how different I am than I was on that day. It's literally crazy. Yeah, so um, what do you, how do you think it affected you? So what ways, what did it make you realize, you know, how did it change you, change your routine, yeah. change everything? You know, I think it did change everything. And, like, really everything about my life changed. I mean, about me changed. Um, I think, Sophia, you have definitely seen me mm-hmm. from the beginning to now mm-hmm. because we got a lot closer over quarantine. For sure. Me and you, um, 
you were like my best bud, my my day, my day to day girl. Like you were like, you know, For my sure. rock. Of course. Um, and I don't know. I think being in isolation and thinking like that and have the time to think to yourself and you know everyone was on social media and everyone. I think everyone changed during quarantine. And at least the people around me, at least high schoolers, at least sophomores, Mm -hmm. if we're getting that specific. I think everyone changed somehow. And honestly, I don't know yet exactly how I changed, but I know I did. Does that make sense? Like For sure. And I think, honestly, I think you had a big part to do with that, you know, because I think you taught me a lot. And we can go into that, but yeah, go ahead. Um, So, like, well, just to get us started, I mean... For me, like, well, I would just like to start out by saying, like, I had a really good over quarantine, like, looking back, because, you know, no one I knew close, close-knit to my community actually was, you know, affected, like, actually affected with COVID, and so, infected, Um, and so, you know, no one got sick, no one was in hospital, no one died, Mm -hmm. so I'm very grateful for that. But I think Very what grateful. I take away from it most is, like, the personal transition. Because, mm-hmm. to be honest, so, as, like, as quarantine started, there's a lot going on with my family. And so, whatever. We we won't care about that right now. Because, like, whatever. Eventually, I moved back. Okay. So, I moved to Indiana at some point over quarantine. And then I moved back yeah. to Chicago. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I moved back to Chicago. And my parents... I mean, explain what, why, why, how long were you in Indiana? Okay, so at the you beginning, I, I was there for, like, probably, like... In the beginning. From March to probably, like, June, I was in Indiana living with my mom. And my dad... And you were with Phoebe, right? Yeah, and Phoebe came to live with me in Indiana. And, um... Oh, Phoebe is our friend, just for context. Mm-hmm. And my dad... <laughs> like wasn't there the whole time and so when I moved back to Chicago that was in the summer and that was like you know my rebellious period you know what I'm saying but um (laughs) but once I moved back to Chicago my parents weren't around like they were in Indiana mostly so I was living on my own for a long time like okay I'm not gonna say completely on my own obviously like they still pay for no, groceries for and like all of that yeah. stuff. But um, no, but for I remember Sophia, you would like literally be like genuinely <laughs> only person in your house would be like your brother and Kai. Like, and it's insane for someone like a sophomore just to be living without their parents like that. It's a really different environment. And I remember like we'd always, always, always be on Facetime, and I think a big part of that was because like someone to talk to and to be next to was really important for you. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Like I, I re- like I remember parts, and I'm not. I'm trying to get too sentimental or anything like that. But like, <laughs> I would like always be on Facetime, like trying to Facetime as many people as I can. I would like get frustrated when yeah. no one would answer. But like, uh-huh. um, what was I Why saying? Why do you think that is? Why would you get frustrated? Well, cause I was bored, you know. <laughs> And I'm sure, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) um, especially when school started, um, anyway, so as soon as school started, I did not like school, and I was going through a tough period, and, um, (laughs) and so, oh my god, that was in quarantine? That was during quarantine, girl, it was, it was when, when, when I was still at lab, I was still at lab, right, and, 
these are my major takeaways because I think like that period of my life from like September all the way to like December January probably most transitional months of my life like on God yeah and I think you should definitely go into depth about your choice to leave because there's a lot of people who have no clue why you decided to leave lab sure yeah and that i've honestly had to explain to them to my best ability why you chose to leave lab yeah. so it's like i mean it's nothing against lab or anything like i'll explain so basically i was going through a tough period um i'm not gonna mention all the parts of it because um that wouldn't be you know good that's not like that's that's too sensitive for this content for this podcast okay, yeah, no. but um basically Honestly, I will call it, I don't want to call it like a spiritual experience, but it it was because mm-hmm. there was a point where um, instead of like going out and distracting myself with, you know, going out with my friends or going out with family or doing things, like literally doing things, I actually learned the art of being still. And what mm-hmm. I mean by this is by doing literally nothing. Um, and like, this sounds like very romanticized, but... What I mean is, um, like, I would spend a lot of time thinking, and then I would psych myself out with that thinking. So I, w- I actually... What do you mean by psych yourself out? Because, you know, uh, this brain of mine, like, tends to go on tangents and tends to go, like... So, hmm. I don't know, like, I'd get really stressed over a test at lab, for example. And then if I didn't do well because I would have trouble studying because I w- had my other, other issues... Um, I would actually, like, have panic attacks for, like, 50 straight minutes, and, like, I couldn't move. I'd be on the bathroom floor. Like, you know, like, stuff that your, like, your brain Mm -hmm. just, like, shuts off. It doesn't, it's, like, you know. Um, And so, in, in turn with that, like, what I did is, like, there was no one there, like, that's gonna just, like, solve the issue for you, and I really, like, there's no one, there's no one, there's no one there who's gonna be, like, okay, here's the magic, right, you know, to make you feel better, so I was, like, you know what, I'm gonna just start meditating, like, on God, like, I started going on YouTube, doing the things that I love, which is watching, like, uh, I don't know if I should call them, like, lectures, like, I would watch lectures about, Mm -hmm. um, primarily physics, but also about spirituality and then like transcendentalism. Um, And so I would use that knowledge and I'm like, oh wait, so there might be a little bit more to like the mind and consciousness and all of this that I'm not tapping into. There's like so much more about the human body and what the brain can do, but I'm not tapping into it because I'm like so distracted with my day-to-day life and anxiety and all of this stuff. So I was like, okay, hold on, let me just take a minute and and honestly quarantine is a perfect opportunity for that by yeah way. no exactly like I didn't have to go to school every day like I wasn't seeing people so I was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I remember yeah. like I started meditating Ooh, <clears throat> voice crack <clears throat> embarrassing <clears throat> but um <laughs> I started meditating and I would go into like like I remember the specific experience that honestly like changed like two weeks like trajectory of how I was doing in school um wow. so like I, I was in the hot, like, not the hot tub, and I was taking a bath, right? And the, the water was really, <laughs> the water was really nice. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be the chill time. I turned on a guided meditation to, like, quote unquote, find your higher self. Voice crack. Again, what the, okay, whatever. It's okay, um, 
yeah, to find your higher self, quote unquote. Um, so I sat there and I was listening and I was, you know, just going along with it because um, what I realized is that I sometimes my brain talks too much, but instead if you just listen and instead if you just, you know, of course, like the mind is active, there's going to be thoughts. That's okay. Yeah. Like that happens to everyone. You can't just turn it off. You know, people with insomnia don't actually struggle with sleep. They they struggle with turning off their thoughts. Um, so, yeah, totally. so like, you know, I was just sitting in the hot tub, not the, the bath. And <laughs> um, then anyway, so I actually saw over time, like my body literally was not a part of myself anymore. I saw my body from mm. afar and I was like in this black space and I saw my body in the position that it was in the hot tub, like, like dangling, like, <laughs> you know, like horizontal wow. dangling in the hot tub. And then, but when I looked at myself, like what I actually was, I was like this golden ball of energy and I never felt so close to like oh home than I had ever felt in my life. And so... So, sorry, but were you closing your eyes and you were kind of like in a meditative zone and you yeah were, and you were just it almost it was kind of like, like a dream. Key, like like yeah, a lucid like dream yeah like it felt incredibly real like it, it it wasn't like i was imagining in my brain you know when you just like imagine something no it's, it's like yeah i was seeing it like like actually seeing it and in, in my like brain obviously um but um mm-hmm. and you know that feeling you know like when you were a kid and maybe you, like, look back on your memories and, like, you get this feeling of home from being a kid because it almost feels like your true self in some ways. Like, yeah, for sure. That's what it felt like, the most pure version of myself, like, from the wow. get-go. And then that, honestly, that experience propelled me in the, like, the next two weeks of being able to have more motivation to, like, actually study, to find, you know, to actually figure out, like, more motivation to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Um, yeah to like get organized, get a routine. And eventually um, I actually realized that like I didn't, uh, I, f- I felt like I could do so much better in a different environment, in an environment. Like I'm, I know a lot of people are maybe like, like lab, you know, are made for it. They like studying in that environment, but I just wasn't yeah, I mean, doing some well. Some schools are for some people. Some right. Schools aren't for some people. I just wasn't doing well. And so I was like, you know what? Like, screw this. This is my life. You know, like, yeah. I want to be in a place where I actually feel like I'm becoming the person that I feel best in. You know, like, I feel, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah. I just. And that I, wasn't the environment for you. Right. Eventually, I heard about fusion and I just, I switched because I wanted to change like I wanted to change things and that's what I mean by like a spiritual experience is like something that you cannot logically I mean I guess you can logically explain it but it's just a shift and a shift Mm -hmm. of where I am and so yeah yeah definitely yeah no in in I remember there was a specific video Mm -hmm. you remember the video I'm talking about Oh so yeah, we're in quarantine. Yeah. We're in quarantine. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny because we're on FaceTime and Sophia's like, "Bro, you gotta watch this video." <laughs> it was a Mind Valley video. I don't know if you guys know Mind Valley. There's this there's this YouTube channel that do lectures on spirituality, kind of everything, yeah. sort of like self growth things mm-hmm. like that. 
And so Sophia's, okay, I'm like, okay, bet, how long is it? She's like, oh, it's 47 minutes. <laughs> no, I think it was... And I was like... It was definitely longer than 47 minutes, wasn't it? I don't know, but it, I don't know how long it was okay. long. And, and Sophia's like, oh, it's this long. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it. Because <laughs> I was in quarantine, and I was swamped with schoolwork, and I was like, I got to find time to do this. I was like, oh, this is just some, like some like Sophia's video. <laughs> some she, random she Sophia it, right? video. <laughs> some random Sophia video, like usual. And and so, whatever. And Sophia keeps asking me, "Maya, did you watch the video yet?" Girl, she would not like, no, watch this not for yet. like weeks. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight." <laughs> like, girl, I was procrastinating. <laughs> like, I procrastinate everything. Okay, and. And so one night we're on FaceTime, right? And I remember the specific, <laughs> fuck, like, night. My lights are on. You know the lights I used to have on all the time? Yeah. My lights are on. And we're on Zoom, okay? Because we used to Zoom. And mm. I don't know. Zoom was fun. I love Zooming. Okay. I love and Zoom. Sophia's yeah. like, Maya, we're watching the video. And then I was like, okay, fine. She kind of, like, forced me. She, like, shared her screen immediately or something. <laughs> and, and so we start watching the video, and I was like, holy shit my like if there's one youtube video that has like actually changed my life it was that one sophia and i don't mean that like like oh my god it changed the way i was thinking like it literally changed like <laughs> it made like it awakened me i was like, like what the it hell just makes because sense. it's a different perspective and it makes it, sense yeah totally and it doesn't have anything to really do with religion or what you believe in what you don't believe it's kind of just logic and it's kind of like think about the world in this way you know what i'm saying yeah i mean right now i that was like a year ago i don't really remember exactly what it was yeah it was um, called um crash course to spirituality really yeah that that was that one no that's it wasn't a crash course though yeah it's called crash course to spirituality that was was okay okay (laughs) If if you guys are wondering um but she's she's searching it up yeah um (laughs) But I remember after that, I mean, we can go into my reaction to it, but I don't know if you know this, Sophia, I think I told you this, but I showed my friends this video, Mm -hmm. specifically Julie, Mm -hmm. she watched it, and Mm -hmm. she was like, oh my god, she shows her whole family the (laughs) next day this video, (laughs) and they were all like, oh my god, I mean... I mean, I don't know exactly what their reactions were, but I know that she, like, showed her parents the the video or something like that, because she was so mind-blown. Yeah. Um... I actually yeah, remember, remember showing, after. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, no, go. I actually remember showing my mom this, and oh yeah, and <laughs> she was like, "This is totally BS," and like I was like, "Bro," <laughs> like I was like so pissed, and like I think that's actually one of um, the major like struggles. I wouldn't want to say struggles, but I think. It's just something to note when you are, uh, quote-unquote, finding yourself or whatever, is that you are mm-hmm. definitely going to defer from other people, especially those you, like, grew up with. Like, it, like I see it so clearly, like, now, like, more than mm. ever. What I'm do just, you mean? Go into detail. Like, like my mom, she's a, she's a very smart woman, but, like, oh, yeah. you know, she grew up in a different time, and she has different outlooks and it's hard for her to imagine consciousness on such a like wide scale because we think of consciousness in some ways to just be like oh you know aware an awareness that we can't explain but this video goes 
deeper into how that can actually allow you to change like actually program your subconscious to be different and it's you know so you can actually become the person you want to be literally on a subconscious scale like like on on a wait what is this This, i just got a notification okay sorry that was nothing yeah uh, I no, just didn't want to actually uh, delete this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no. But that's kind of how I. This is how I kind of think about things. Like when it comes to religion or what you believe or what you don't want to believe. Like that video, even if it may be like completely false. Like it maybe it's not, but maybe if it's completely false, kind of thinking about life that way isn't going to steer you down the wrong track. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. religion or things like that, like, for example, Christianity, the beliefs that Christian people have, they're, like, pure, like, good things. Like, it's not gonna steer the world into the wrong place. And if you live your life based on those things, like, you will live a good life. And that's, like, why people shouldn't care about, oh, you have to live your life this way, or you you shouldn't think about it like that. Because, like, your mom saying that is BS is, like, okay, but if someone actually believes that and actually goes through with that, it's, like, it's leading them through the right path and that's kind of the mindset that i go into with these videos it's like i don't think like mm-hmm. oh is that actually true i'm like okay i'm gonna go with it and i'm gonna believe it and mm-hmm. i'm gonna see where it takes me you know what I'm right saying? like uh, for example like arguably it's not christianity that has started so many wars and uh, violence etc it is the use of christianity or any religion for that matter yeah. to control people you know, so it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the beliefs themselves. Um, but whatever, right. that was just adding to that. Um. Yeah, no, but um, <laughs> that video, like, it, it's not, like, you remember my reaction after? I was like, what? I had to pause the video. I was like, oh, my God. Like, and the way that it kind of, that was important to watch during quarantine, I think, because... You, Sophia, are, like, the source of, like, the ideas that I've had of spirituality, you know, of becoming my best self. Like, these these mantras that I have on my wall. I don't even know what a mantra was before you, bro. <laughs> like, these mantras that I have on my wall, there, it says, trust the process and the guidance leading me to my best self. I never really thought of, like, the fact that I'm going to become my best self and the universe will lead me or I believe God will lead me to become my best self. Um you know, until quarantine and until I started learning more about this. And then I have this other quote, it's you are exactly where you need to be mm-hmm. because you are on this that's path powerful. to become yeah, your best that's self. Powerful. Like, right? <clears throat> like for all, okay, I want to be clear. I like, I'm not religious, like still to this day, like I'm not religious. I grew up atheist. Yeah. If anything, mm-hmm. I'd consider myself um, monist, monoist, monist, monist um where it's what does that mean <laughs> it's the belief that there's like one encompassing energy of the universe and like we're all sharing it hmm. but it, it's like it, it's not like a belief in god it's kind of hmm, like are the you belief sure that's the name i feel like you said something to that yeah but that wasn't not the name it's not necessarily Was a belief in a separate entity that is god or whatever um or yeah. Allah or whatever um it's kind yeah. of the belief that you are God and, like, the whole universe is the manifestation of God. You know, yeah. you know, like, it's just quote-unquote God, like, whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, right. And and I believe in that 
force as God. That's how I grew up. And I believe in that as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's kind of how I grew up with my family before that and before that and before that. So, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of just like a me right now thing. It's not like a, oh, what do I want to believe? It's like, it's kind of just what I think the world is like right now. Does that make sense? Like, I don't, like, maybe in the future my beliefs will change. Maybe they won't. But, you know, I'm not really worried about that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, it's like, like, if I were to think about it too much, then it would kind of just lead me nowhere. And it's like, I kind of have these beliefs and following this religion isn't really leading me down a wrong path like it's not making me do these things that are bad or make it's like a very peaceful peaceful mm-hmm. religion it's like a very good intentions religion so that's what i love about it of course yeah, yeah i totally love that um i mean i don't know i don't know what else i mean do you think i mean we're talking about changing during quarantine so i mean i don't think I mean, I'm not sure, like I said, I'm not sure exactly how I changed, but I feel like I definitely became more understanding of the world, and I actually started meditating Mm -hmm. in quarantine, and I actually started, you know, writing down manifestations, which of course are still things that I have to get on today, and things that I have to do every day that I'm not doing every day, kind of that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kind of learned how powerful that was. And something, honestly, that I've always struggled with is self-confidence. And that yeah. is something that I can use to build my, like, to build my self-confidence, that education and that idea that there's my best self out there. And the idea yeah. that I am my best self, that you told me this, Sophia, you were like, your best self is already in you. You just mm-hmm. have to find her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and honestly, I would argue that, like, I mean you right now is the best self because I Mm -hmm. do think that every person does their best in that specific moment like in what they know obviously you can go back you can look back and be like oh I should have done this I should have done that Mm -hmm. but um like I love that mantra that you had that's like um I'm where I need to be right now yeah, or you're exactly where you need to be you're exactly where you need to be yeah. because it goes to show that you right now is the only thing that exists like ever like right now it's just you in this specific moment and this because people always like to think of um like conceptualize time as being before now and after but because mm-hmm. that's how we kind of see it linearly in our minds. Yeah. But in reality, to be fair, it is a consistent present moment. Like there's no such thing as future because that future just is just a present moment, you know. And there's no such thing as right. past because that past is just a present moment. So honestly, yeah. like you are where you need to be. It's like almost paradoxical because everything that you think that you where you should be or where um these expectations you have of yourself and you beat yourself up on these things or uh you get paranoid or nervous that maybe you're not enough or things like that those are solely ideas and they're not real because the only thing that actually does exist is you now you know what i'm saying there's and and so like (sighs) Like, it, it's, that's, like, I guess the, I'll, the practice of meditation has helped me see that in, in an experience, mm-hmm. 
because yeah. when you're forced to not I wouldn't say forced but <laughs> when you are meditating it is hard at first to get into that state of meditation especially if you're a beginner oh, yeah. because there's so many external things going on in your brain around you mm-hmm. that are distracting but once you're in it so how you get there let me start by that how you get there is at least for me um you observe everything that's going on like for me it's helpful to not only observe like the physical things that I'm feeling right now like physically feeling and hearing and seeing yeah but also um the thoughts that pop in my mind because thoughts are going to come in like people think that meditation is where you're supposed to have a still mind which ideally that is the goal but it's impossible to just get it like that you know the idea is to like yeah to observe your thoughts and just let it go because in that's in that way you can actually observe yourself from a different standpoint and you know are able to okay I'll put it this way so you know like a pond yeah this is like a, a famous um analogy so like a pond okay. and th- and let's say there are rocks at the bottom of the pond and it's a clear pond okay um if you like start tapping on the water and it's like all ruffled and you know wavy you cannot mm-hmm. it's really yeah. hard to see the rocks at the bottom but once the water is yeah. still you can see the rocks at the bottom so the idea uh, is that when you're in deep meditation eventually your thoughts after you have observed them for a little and you just let them pass you let them go you're gonna become in in, in some sort of meditation state and when that is when that's happening when your mind is still becoming more and more still it is easier to reconnect and and see your true self like see your true state and reconnect with yourself and it's actually like a very powerful experience because even if it's just five minutes, like I remember sometimes I'm like really, really having anxiety attack or like having like really like mental breakdowns and stuff. Maybe it, it can be hard and when it's extreme, but yeah. and you just take five minutes where you're just like breathing and you're like, your intention is to observe yourself. In five minutes, you, you can do it. Like you can yeah, actually definitely. come up with a solution because your mind is still. And it, it's yeah. really, it's really powerful. strange. It's, like, really strange yeah. if you've never experienced it. But, um... Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember one time I was trying to meditate and you were on FaceTime with me. And I was explaining to you how I just can't get into that zone that you always get into. And you were like... Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be the first couple tries that you're not going to get it. And obviously... But something you said was, like, it's kind of like sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like, you just fall into it. And it's like you told me that you can't push out your thoughts because I was like, but these thoughts keep rushing in. You're like, you have to sit and observe them. And that's something that really helped me a lot is like just accepting these thoughts that are coming into my head. Yeah, I, re- I actually, I remember once I was like, after I had like a powerful experience of meditation, I was like, girl, you're meditating right now. Like, it's yes, happening. Yes, I remember that. And I was on FaceTime and you're like, I don't know, like I'm trying, it doesn't work. And I said, get on the floor. and I late and you were just laying down on the floor and I was like kind of like guiding you and I was like yeah you were guiding and I was like focus on how the floor feels against your face and how does it feel cold does it feel hot and actually 
observing physical things um, calms your mind very easily in the beginning because... Oh, definitely. That's something that always calms. Like, yeah. what's it called? I, uh, that's like, you know, five things you see, five things you hear, that, that thing. Mm-hmm. Or four things you hear, three things. That's something that's kind of similar. I mm-hmm. wonder why that is. That helps you calm down and it kind of helps you... I think it just helps you see things in a way more simple way. And it's like helps you realize what moment you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really helped me. Um, I've struggled with uh, derealization mm-hmm. and depersonalization. Mm-hmm. And when I would Google it, that's what would come up is like do that exercise. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it's it's so bad that it doesn't work. But mm-hmm. kind of psych um, yourself out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but those like things, those simple things, just like you said, taking the time because I mean, my first day of school is tomorrow, and it's like I know there are gonna be many moments when I'm super stressed and I'm like, oh my god, I have no time to do this assignment. Like I have to do five assignments tonight. How the hell am I gonna do it? But kind of taking that silent time to yourself, like you said, to kind of realize and stop, like get out of your thoughts and get out of your, you know, running thoughts in your head and kind of take a pause, mm-hmm. take a deep breath and be like. I can do this. I can always figure it out. I always figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for sure. And make the right steps to do that. Or if you want to, you know, call your friend Sophia and help her, have her help you do that, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, that's kind of what gets you through it. That's kind of what gets you, because school year is something that, you know, I take seriously and something that I dread simply because of the stress, because I've always struggled with stress. And mm-hmm. I've always, you know, that's always something that, has always pushed me down yeah but kind of that idea going into the school year and that idea of it's gonna be all right because there's a lot of things ahead of me there's a sat you know it's junior year you know i gotta grind it out basketball season everything Mm -hmm. are really easy times to get stressed out and get all in my head you know yeah and actually that's why um breathing is such a common tactic um, in meditation or, you know, breathing exercise or whatever, it's because breathing, even though we don't realize it, is intri- intrinsically connected to so many body functions. And mm. it is something that is occurring at all times. Like, you can physically feel it yeah. um, in the moment. Like, you can control it, and you can obviously mm-hmm. not control it, and that's when you, you obviously don't pay attention to it. But if you do... Um, it it brings you to the moment because you're forced to pay attention to the fact that it's actually happening right now. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. like, you know, you're, you're breathing, obviously, it's the supply of oxygen, and that is the supply of oxygen to the brain, to the body, and therefore it's like the quote-unquote energy of the body, like um, in yoga, um, I'm pretty sure, I'm kind of blanking right now, but the breathing yeah. is called Purusha, I'm pretty sure. And um, Purusha. I think it, like it, a name. yes, it's called like, um, like life, life energy or something like that. Uh, mm. That's like the translation. Actually, I might be totally wrong. Hold on. Let me look it up. Um, it might be Piranha. Alrighty. <laughs> Piranha. Um, <laughs> But well, it's kind of crazy. Like, I always think about breathing. I'm like, how can we, like, we think about breathing as, like, such an everyday thing, right? But it's, like, 
why can we breathe? Why is it breathing? Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, it's crazy. We'll go into that later, but go ahead. Well, pranayama is the practice of breath work, but that's not even what I'm talking about. Um, I'm sorry. Pranayama. 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 Um, I never done that. Okay, really see, yoga. exactly. So the, sorry guys, I, I scratched what I said. Purusha is something totally different. It's important, but it's totally different. Uh, the, um, the word for breath is prana. And so pranayama is breath oh. work. Uh. And basically prana means life force. It's the direct um, oh, translation. I see. Because it's, well, obviously this was before they had actual evidence that, you know, it is literally the life force. But um, it is, like, uh, it actually is the life force, like, you know, because it supplies oxygen to your body. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it can totally change your mood. And this is why, because breathing is also connected to your mood for example when you're breathe when you're running really fast your heart rate increases and that is associated with stress because you know your heart rate increases when there's adrenaline going through your body when your heart rate increases yeah. if you're getting chased or if you know something is happening and you're in your flight flight response your heart rate increases to get more blood to the body right well, if you slow down your breathing, because it happens unconsciously, so if you slow down your breathing, you can actually decrease your heart rate, and it makes you feel super calm, yeah, like, immediately, um, yeah. especially if your exhale is longer than your inhale, for some reason, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you think of, like, anxiety attacks where you can't breathe. Like, this one specific one I remember that... Like, I will, I will always remember it because it was so, like, what the hell. Um, it was during finals week, and it was, like, June. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the summer. And this is summer and school year really messes with my mind because it's, like, it's two completely different things in my head. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I really associate those with seasons, right? So when it feels like summer, but it's the most stressful part of the school year, it was really messing with my head. And mm-hmm. I was at my friend Julie's house, and I don't know if I told you this, Sophia, I probably did, but I was at my friend Julie's house, and we were playing basketball, it felt like the summer, it really did, even though it was finals week, and Mm -hmm. I was just at her house, I think it was like a Friday night or something, Mm -hmm. and we were just playing basketball outside and everything, okay, uh, babysitting her little sister, and I go inside, and she starts making, like, I don't know what she, I think she's making Eggos, she has this like she has this old ass toaster and it's like one of those ones that's like flat it's like it's oh. like flat it's like mm-hmm. an oven it's like yeah, a toaster yeah, yeah, oven. yeah i know what you're talking about but it's old so it has like a little ticking noise <laughs> and for some reason that ticking noise like oh, triggered yeah. something in me mm-hmm. to it was like yeah it was like ticking and i was staring at it and it was ticking and i started to go into this really bad you know, derealization episode. And yeah. it was like the ticking, I don't know what it was about it. It was just like freaking me the hell yeah. out. Yeah. Almost and like the like, the clock is ticking, Maya. Like right, get exactly. studying. And, and it was so weird. And I went into like 
I don't even know how to explain it because, you know, obviously I still struggle with it sometimes. But even during finals week, I was struggling with this. But it's just like, if you guys have ever struggled with derealization, I'm sure Sophia, it's happened to you before. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you genuinely, like the best way I can explain it is you feel like you're in a dream. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it too much, like right now, if I were to think about it too much, it would happen to me again. But Mm -hmm. it's scary because it's so mind boggling. And it's like, you feel like you are this conscious person, but you are placed in someone else's body and in someone else's life and someone else's world. And it's like, I feel like my life is just me being moved to other people's bodies and other people's worlds. And this is the one I'm in right now. And it's kind of like... You are someone inside, but you're looking out someone else's eyes. And it's so weird. Yeah. And I was, like, freaking out because I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I was, like, freaking out, obviously, because it's so weird. It's, like, this mind state where you Mm -hmm. feel like you're not you. You feel like you're not in real life. You feel like you're in a genuine dream. And I don't mean that, like, oh, it's, like, oh, my God, I feel like, you know, I'm in a dream right now. It's, like, no, like, I feel like I'm sleeping and I'm in a dream. Like, it it was so weird. And I was hyperventilating, going back to the idea of breathing, and I was I couldn't breathe. I was like, mm-hmm. Julie was like, I don't know, she was going on some, she was like talking about derealization, and I was like, <laughs> like Julie just helped me calm down, but she was like, she was like explaining this whole thing to me, and I was just not, I was zoning out, I was not paying attention to her, but I think in that moment, if I had taken deep breaths and just closed my eyes, and taken really deep breaths, then I think it really would have made it made the anxiety go down a lot quicker yeah. you know what i'm saying but that's just not what i chose to do in the moment but but yeah, yeah. i mean so well obviously like derealization and depersonalization is different for everyone but mm-hmm. I, I mean i like i have noticed especially f- like i know from you and from me like thinking about it like saying like no no stop it stop it like like go back to normal or something like yeah. that makes it way worse but um right actually like i found sometimes that in my panic attacks breathing like does not help at all like ironically like i'm mm-hmm. like okay sophia breathe breathe and i'm just like <laughs> you know like <laughs> like like you know like you can't like sometimes like it's just there's no response like <laughs> right um and so i was talking to my friend or she's not my friend she's my brother's girlfriend her name is lauren shout out um Um, she specializes in this stuff and she said that what is really helpful is sometimes taking like a bucket of cold water like ice cold water and just dipping your head in it for a little second that's something that really helps me yeah because it just like no yeah yeah chills you out shocks you right like immediately Um, yeah i remember that night i was i went up to the water sink because i something that kind of helps me when I'm depersonalizing is running cold water under my fingers Mm because it's like I kind of think of it as if I weren't a real person and if I were in a dream I wouldn't be able to feel this cold water Mm -hmm. on my fingers as well as I can yeah and same thing I remember I was on the beach because I mean this always happens to me on vacation I start to depersonalize and especially during quarantine um I would do it but I was on vacation and it was crazy I was like I didn't even get to enjoy the vacation really because I was so in my head and I was so, I felt like it was a dream and then I couldn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that would kind of help me sometimes is feeling like the sand through my fingers. And I would be Mm -hmm. like, honestly, something that also really helps me, sorry, I'm kind of switching it, but 
<laughs> is realizing that if I were in a dream, like, I can't get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this reality right now, you can't you can't really escape it. So let yeah, me just like, live in it. Just embrace and it. And live my life in it. Just embrace it. Like, what, like, the other day I was depersonalizing, and I was like, okay, I'm here. Like... And, and what about it? Like, <laughs> and what about it? Like, you know? And right. it's like, that's something that is like... It's like you can't really escape it, so why are you thinking about it so hard? Like, just live your life. Yeah. And it, that's... It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important to learn how to, like, go with the flow. Because I think that's mm-hmm. why, especially in, in my... Ooh, voice crack. In my life, um, <laughs> uh, I think I can be wound up so tight, and, like, that's where, like, a lot of my anxiety comes from, because I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, like... This yeah. is not going to work. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, like, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And so being able to go with the flow is, like, an actual skill for some people. Like, for some people, they just are so wishy-washy. Like, they, they can do whatever. Oh, yeah. and it doesn't matter who, where they are, who they're with. Like, you know. And I usually am like that, too, in some cases. But I don't know, man. Like, actually. Yeah. No, it's hard. Actually. Um, and I mean, come on, girl. Like I'm like a junior high, so I'm not gonna master that. Like it's of like course. definitely not. Like, it's like this is high school is like the is time a of one major project. Like come on now. Right, exactly. Like I mean, I know we're talking like I know we're talking about all these things, and we think we know so much. But bro, honestly, for me, I realized something. I was like, I don't know shit. Like for oh, sure, shit, bro. I'm like sorry, I didn't mean to there's swear, a reason but, why this is called um, the I don't know show. Like. Yeah, exactly. That's why we named it that because we were like, we don't know anything. We're just gonna talk about it like we do. Like we were like, because this is what we do. Like that's why we call it the I don't know. So we're not trying to teach anyone anything. We're just trying to talk how we think, and hopefully people can learn more or like how our minds think or things like yeah, that. Yeah, like just relate to it. it. But yeah. like, honestly, to be honest, I don't know if I should say it, but um. Like, Evan has helped me a lot with this. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, like, actually, like, actually, like, changed so much. Because, yeah. I, Maya, you've probably seen this. Like, oh yeah, he balances me out in a lot of ways because he's very go-with-the-flow mm-hmm. type of person. Extremely. And, and sometimes too much. So, like, maybe that's how I balance him out, you know. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, like... I become more conscious of it, and this goes back to your consciousness thing. I have, like, this theory, and I actually made a drawing about it, but basically, oh, you know, when we're young, um, our brain is made up, so basically, our brain is made up subconscious and conscious, right? It's a dualistic nature, but, like, this is a philosophical thing, obviously, but, but, okay, I see it like this, like, if we were solely subconscious and not conscious at all, we'd be like computers, you know, like literally it's a program. And I'm not just yeah. talking about like the first thing you do when you get up in and the wait, morning. And wait, can you just explain? Oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so explain the like, difference between subconscious and... Yeah, so subconscious is basically your habits and I'm not just talking about when like the first thing you do when you get up in the morning like you get caught I'm not just I'm not just talking about physical things you do but also emotional responses um triggers you have things that you are not aware of at all 
thoughts that are coming into your brain that you think are like, oh, these are my thoughts, they're just your brain shooting out things because that's what it's been trained to do in some situations. There's yeah. a reason why people are different, you know what I'm saying? It's because they've been trained yeah, exactly. in a lot of ways yeah, to be the way, way that they are. And so um, your consciousness is like it, it, it de there's there's like obviously all of these percentages about like how much is your subconscious how much is your conscious it changes as you grow but what we do know is that when you're a teenager when you're when you're younger um there's a, a lot less subconscious and more consciousness <laughs> um yeah. so i mean that makes sense that's why you're more um like bendable like or, I don't know what's the, yeah. what's a good word for what it's when you're when you're, <laughs> when you're more bendable <laughs> when you're younger it's because like literally you have less subconscious like literally you right. have less events that have defined you so um, your subconscious your consciousness is a part of your brain and this is how I like to think of it um, that can change has the power to change your subconscious because mm -hmm. and this is where meditation comes in a lot of the time um so your subconscious is like a program like literally a computer program like if i type into my computer and do a little computer program and it's and yeah. it's doing these things it's because it's being told to do that your subconscious yeah. is literally that like it's something that is happening beyond your control in the same way yeah you're not really in control of the glands of your organs functioning of the hormones going through your body of the blood pumping you are you do not have to think your heart into beating i'm sorry you just you don't like it's happening yeah. beyond your control that is subconscious like i'm that is something yeah and it's also things like your what you being. like to do it's also like the fact that i like to play basketball oh for sure i yeah. never like was want like i never was forced to like to play basketball i was a gymnast when i was younger and I was a swimmer when I was younger. It's kind of like those kinds of things. That's how I like to think about it. Like, I can't control that. Just like how people can't control their sexuality. Or that's how I like to think about it. People have different beliefs, obviously. But that's how I like to think about it. Just like how I think people can't control their sexuality. Or people can't control mm -hmm. what they like to do for fun. Mm -hmm. Or things yeah. like that. And honestly, kind of a it gets like really complicated because like, I might not react to my dad saying something as my you might react to your dad saying the same thing and that's just yeah, because right. like our brains are different like literally we've yeah. had different events in the past that made us conditioned us to react in certain uh -huh. ways to have and also certain our brains are just built in different ways yeah well. and i'm sure some of it's genetic but most of it is um n nurture you know um but okay beyond this um your consciousness has the, in my, in, in my outlook, has the ability to reprogram your subconscious over time. You know, it takes 21 days to make a habit. So mm. if you are able to catch yourself being self-aware of everything that you're doing and catching yourself and be like, no, this is my doing. Like, you, a lot of the time, like, Yes, things there are happening beyond our beyond our control, and we react to it. But at the yeah. end of the day, if you are self-aware, you can see how you are reacting, and and it's difficult. It's very difficult. But changing, yeah. 
like changing everything you're doing by being self-aware it's very very hard and this is what people talk about yeah. uh, and that's spiritual. it gets complicated yeah no it's very complicated but yeah um changing the things you're doing if you're doing that for a long enough time you're reprogramming your subconscious again it's conditioning yeah. so all it takes is self-awareness and meditation is a great method and uh quote-unquote expanding your consciousness you know just like be, being more malleable that's a better word for it than yeah yeah no i was you were telling me one time this you were trying to explain it to me like you, you know you always trying to explain this to me and and you were like you kind of explained it in the way because it gets complicated not only in how you do it but also the way you think about it because when you were explaining it to me one time i was like but you don't want to blame yourself like i was like because <laughs> it's kind of like that it's kind of like owning up in a way, it's sort of owning up to realizing that you can change how you react to things. But, I don't know, maybe it was the way you worded it or something, but I was like, I was like, but you shouldn't be so hard on it. Like, you shouldn't blame yourself. <laughs> it's not like that. It's like realizing for the better of yourself how you can react to things better. Yeah. And how you can do things. And catching, just like you said, catching myself procrastinating and being like, I can reprogram myself by making a habit of for three weeks catching myself before I procrastinate and being like, you know, don't do that. Like, that's my fault. It's not because, oh, I practice and I'm tired. Or it's not because things like this, you know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, just like you said, you can reprogram your mind to do things. Like that. That's kind of how you should. Yeah. I, sh- I mean, now I think about it and now I realize how you should think about it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's hard. But, like, the idea is to do it with non-judgment. It's like, okay, here I am. And now what? Instead of being like, mm-hmm. I'm this, I'm that, I hate myself, this is not yeah. going, like, I'm so terrible. Like, that is actually a response. That's another reaction. And and, yeah. and it depends how you want your reaction to be. So, again, it gets complicated. It's layered, right? But yeah, if you, and it's really, really difficult. And this is when people say, like, oh, your spiritual awakening, blah, 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 all of that stuff. Mm. It's, it's a very difficult experience because you have to be hard on yourself in some ways, but it's not about, like, beating yourself up. It's about being like, this is the way I am, and, like, now what? Like, and now what? And, yeah. like, how are we moving forward now? And, right. and so, I don't know, like, it's hard. Like, I, like, now I go to Fusion. Now I don't have to study as much. I mean, I like my school. Like, it, it's, it's yeah. chill. And so I can't, I start losing track of myself and my routines and meditation and all of that stuff just because I'm doing it like, I don't know, I, you know, things change, I've moved on and mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, I'm not going to beat my, like for a long time I was beating myself up for it and like yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. Just be yeah. like, now what? Now like this moment is different than the moment right now, like right after. Right. Yeah. It doesn't exactly. have to be and any That's like type a perfect example, too. You know? Yeah, right. And you have the opportunity. Like, right now, you have the perfect example and thing ahead of you. Like, I think, I feel like at any moment in time, you could say, like, right now, I was about to say, like, I have a whole school year ahead of me tomorrow. And I have the perfect opportunity to improve myself and to change the way I do things and my time management skills. It's just like you're saying, catching myself, building these good habits. But... 
you can really do that at any point in your life. Like, I could say for you, Sophia, the fact that you think that you've lost some habits and things like that, Mm -hmm. that is the perfect opportunity to make that switch Mm -hmm. or to make a learning opportunity to do something about it or to take that. And, And that's the important thing about life is, like, there's always something that you can learn. And more importantly, you're always exactly... Where like my thing on my wall, yours exactly where you need to be in that moment. Like yeah, right now, exactly where I'm supposed to be is here. Because that's the School only thing tomorrow. that there like, is by definition. Like that's the only thing that's yeah. real. And everything yeah. else is in it's it's a figment of imagination. It's not actually there. And if you can mm-hmm. learn to be in the moment and accept yourself and it's 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 deeper than accepting like it is accepting yourself, but it's learning how to be in the moment. And being content with being in the moment and being alive in that second. Yeah. It's it's yeah. the difference between wanting to be alive, like, not wanting to be, but, like, being truly alive and being behind, like, a barrier of your thoughts yeah. and expectations and all of this. And But that honestly, that's something that is very hard to do. Like, oh, it, so we're hard. saying it just like it's... Oh, but that it's is honestly, so I think, hard. one of the hardest things to do. Oh, like, it's so hard. It could take a lifetime to master that. But like, your mind it's is like, the hardest maze to, to, right, to figure right. out. But and like, that's why it's good. Like, that's... I think about it, this quote, whenever I think about it, you're exactly where you need to be. I think about it like this guidance that we talk about leading you to your best self. This guidance, this universal power, this force... Mm-hmm. Whatever you think it may be in your life that's controlling everything that's going on that, you know, well, we've talked about this, yeah. but that thing, I kind of imagine this in my head. It's like hills, like a bunch of different hills and things like that. And, you know, life goes up and life goes down and life goes up. But, you know, whatever point you think you are on any hill in your life, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. And that's exactly where you're supposed to be to become you know, quote-unquote, the person you've always wanted and the person you should and will end up being then yeah. when you're content with yourself. And that's how I think about it. And that may not be how people think about it, what people believe, but that's how I think about this quote that really pushes me every day and that really, yeah. like, makes me, you know, realize and take a deep breath and step back and be like, it's all right. It's going to be all right. Yeah, you and know? on it, like, um, you know, recently, because I like believe and do believe that like um but recently I've actually like been counteracting that with Mm. um like I always thought like oh my god like maybe there's something watching over me like not necessarily something but like the universe maybe it's all alive as I am alive and we're all like the same thing and like it's just all happening and they're looking out for me and whatever but um I've been yeah, counter- you used to tell me that all the time <laughs> yeah I mean I've been counteracting that recently actually with trying to think of it as more like well there's no such thing as the past or the future like maybe mathematically there is Maybe mm-hmm. in some sort of weird space-time wormhole there might be. But, like, right now, the past has, n- like, no existence whatsoever. And neither does the future. And yeah. we can... Th- th- that can go into a whole other thing that we can talk about. Yeah. But, like, life... Like, 
everything that's going on is like right now <laughs> like it's yeah. right now like exactly. so it it's not a like for me recently it's not about like oh I'm leading like I'm getting there because I'm already there like the real joy comes from the fact that I am where I'm I'm where I need to be because I'm already there like I am at my best self I'm because yeah that is the only thing that is happening right now like there's no such thing as like like obviously I have dreams and visions and whatever but that person is literally just a figment of my imagination and those expectations are just a figment of my imagination right and, and so that's, that's how you that's how you like to think about it and I'm sure you know there are different points in your life when you think about things in one way and think about things in another and some people may think of life differently than other people and that's the beautiful part about it that it's so for sure you know there's no correct way to think about it and that's the way that you think about it and maybe you know in the future like that's so that'll be the way I go about my day-to-day life and that's the thing that calms me and that's the thing that that really takes me back yeah. and makes me realize things you know and For that's sure, what I think dude. is important I mean I mean yeah I love that shit. I think that's a really good really good discussion yeah stuff got deep yeah no that's how we always be that's something I love about about you Sophia is like I could literally some there's like some people who you can't go deep with them immediately like off the bat like or ever like honestly mm-hmm. like and that's like it's not a bad thing it's just how you, people mesh and how people like to talk but you Sophia I could literally come up to you and I could be like what is the meaning of life and then we could we could have a whole discussion just based off of that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and it's like no I love that that's that's like the best thing in the world getting deep like that but um <laughs> yeah no it was definitely a great, great yeah. discussion so I wanna I was thinking of maybe ending with a joke. <laughs> you oh. always ended with a joke. Remember when you ended that interview with a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was literally applying for an internship and I and I ended I literally got the internship, okay? And I yeah. and I literally ended the application with like <laughs> let me tell you a joke and then I <laughs> oh, I remember that so much. That was funny. Um let me read this. Do, 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 do. Sorry. It's like an, it never recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would suck. That would suck. <laughs> we Loki should have tested okay. it before. I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Good. Guys, I have no idea what I'm doing though. Like, it literally, sh- it literally popped up on iTunes and then the thing just kept recording over and over again. Like, it kept going over and over again, and then I kept getting the iTunes password wrong. And oh so it just wasn't working, but... You got it? <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to put it into iTunes, though. Oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> these are jokes are Do you know odd. how to end it? Oh, yeah. you're looking for jokes. Yeah. No, you thought I, I was, like, trying to end it this whole time? Off the top of my head, yeah. Um, uh, I have a good one, but it's, 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 I have a one that I made up, but it's not PG, <laughs> so I can't do it. Bro, the jokes you make up, they're only funny because okay. they're so stupid. Okay. Okay. 
There's this dad joke. I'm literally going to be so embarrassed if I say this. Shut oh, up. Say okay, okay, okay. I, um, okay, guess what, Maya? What? I invented a new word. What? Plagiarism. <laughs> I don't get it. You don't get it? Cause I play- invented a new word. Oh. Oh! <laughs> bro. I get it, bro. I didn't even... That was so good. I love that one. I did an event. I looked it up, so... That was really Don't good. Don't come though. at me. Oh, double, double plagiarism. LOL. Yeah, literally. Double plagiarism. Yeah, we'll, we'll end up all these with a stupid joke. <laughs> or okay. a riddle. We should do a riddle next time. Let's do a riddle. Okay. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Now. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Catch us later. The I don't know show. Uh, music enter. No 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 no.